Welcome once again to the Journey Home Outreach Ministries Bible Study. This is the message of the Bible. This is Lesson 10. I am Elder Faye, your teacher for the Message of the Bible series. I know I promised a message on worship for this lesson, but you know sometimes God speaks to you and He carries you in a completely different direction. And I have learned from experience that if a message God wants you to deliver to his people, he sometimes decides that the best way for you to deliver that message with confidence and conviction is to let you live the experience. And he will allow you to do just that. And believe me, it won't be easy. I have entitled this Bible study, What Do You Do When You Are Doing Everything Right? And everything in your life seems to be going wrong. Our Bible study this week will come from the book of Job. But first, let us reflect back for a moment to our Bible, to our last Bible study. Let's reflect back to First Peter, the fourth chapter, and the twelfth verse, which says, Beloved, think it not strange concerning the fiery trials which is to try you as though some strange thing happened to you. But rejoice inasmuch as you are partakers of Christ's suffering, that when his glory shall be revealed, you may be glad also with exceeding joy. Why? Because in 1 Corinthians, the 10th chapter, the 13th verse says, No temptation has overtaken you that is not common to man. God is faithful, and he will not let you be tempted beyond your ability. But with the temptation, he will also provide a way of escape that you may be able to endure it. In 2 Corinthians, the 4th chapter, the 16th through the 18th verse says, We do not lose heart, though our outer self is wasting away. Our inner self is being renewed day by day. For For this light moment of affliction is preparing us for an internal weight of glory beyond all comparison, as we look not to the things that are seen, but to the things that are unseen. For the things that are seen are transient, but the things that are unseen are eternal. These verses from our last Bible study are essential to helping us understand the Bible study for this week, because we're going to look at the life of Job, who went through every human emotion and and tragedy that is known to man. No one person that has ever lived will ever go through the emotions and tragedies that Job did. Let us listen. In Job, the first chapter, the second through the 21st verse, it says, In the land of Uz, there lived a man whose name was Job. This man was blameless and upright. He feared God and shunned evil. He had seven sons and three daughters, and he owned 7,000 sheep, 3,000 camels, 500 yokes of oxen, and 500 donkeys, and had a large number of servants. He was the greatest man among all the people of the East. His sons used to feast in, in their homes, and they would invite their three sisters to eat and drink with them. When a period of fasting, of feasting had run its course, Job would make arrangements for them to be purified. 
Early in the morning, he would sacrifice a burnt offering for each one of them, thinking, perhaps my children have sinned and cursed God in their heart. This was Job's regular custom. Job wanted to make sure that there were no sin in his life, even through his children. Let's continue. One day the angels came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan also came with them. The Lord said to Satan, where have you come from? Satan answered the Lord, from roaming throughout the earth, going back and forth in it. Let's skip to the New Testament and take a look at what Satan does. In first in first Peter the fifth chapter of the eighth verse, Peter warned us to be alert and to be of a sober mind because the enemy, the devil, goes to and fro in the earth like a roaring lion, seeking whom he can devour. So I guess we can say that even in the Old Testament Satan was doing what it is he does. So let's get back to the story. Then the Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? There is no one on earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil. Does Job fear God for nothing, Satan replied? Have you not put a hedge around him and his household and everything he has? You have blessed the works of his hands so that his flocks and and herds are spread throughout the whole land. But now stretch forth your hand and strike him. Strike everything he has, and he will surely curse you to you to his face, to your face. The Lord said to Satan, "Very well, then, everything he has is in your power, but the man himself do not lay a finger on him." Then Satan went out from the presence of the Lord. <clears throat> One day, when Job's sons and daughters were feasting and drinking wine in the oldest brother's house, a messenger came to Job and said. The oxes were plowing and the donkeys were grazing nearby, and the Sabaeans attacked and made off with them. They put the servants to the sword, and I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another messenger came and said, The fire of God fell from the heavens and burned up the sheep and servants, and I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, another messenger came and said, The Chaldeans formed three raiding parties and swept down on the camels and made off with them. They put the servants to the sword, and I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. While he was still speaking, yet another messenger came and said, Your sons and your daughter was feasting and drinking wine in your older brother's house in the older brother's house, when suddenly a mighty wind swept from the desert and struck the four corners of the house. It collapsed on them, and they are dead. I am the only one who has escaped to tell you. Job seemed to be going through one of those one thing after another period that we seem to go through sometimes. In spite of all this, look what Job did. At this, Job got up, tore his robe, and shaved his head. Then he fell to the ground and worshipped. This is the place where we must get in our Christian walk. And that is when everything around us seems to be falling apart, we must do what Job did and fall on our face and worship God. Let's continue. 
Job fell to the ground and worshipped and said, Naked I came from my mother's womb, and naked I will depart. The Lord gave, and the Lord has taken away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. In all this, Job did not sin by charging God with wrongdoing. On another day, the angels came to present themselves before the Lord, and Satan came with them to present himself before him. And the Lord said to Satan, Where have you come from? Satan answered the Lord, From Roman throughout the earth, going back and forth in it. The Lord said to Satan, Have you considered my servant Job? There is no one in the earth like him. He is blameless and upright, a man who fears God and shuns evil, and he maintained his integrity. Though you you incited me against him to ruin him, Without any reason. Skin for skin, Satan replied, a man will give all he has for his own life. But now stretch forth your hand and strike his flesh and bone, and he will surely curse you to your face. The Lord said to Satan, Very well then, he is in your hand, but you must spare his life. So Satan went out from the presence of the Lord and afflicted Job with painful sores from the sole of his feet to the crown of his head. Then Job took a piece of broken pottery and scraped himself with it as he sat among the ashes. His wife said to him, Are you still maintaining your integrity? Curse God and die. He replied, You are talking like a foolish woman. Shall we accept good from God and not trouble in all of this? Job did not sin in what he said. Now, this is where the story gets interesting. Job had three friends. We must remember when we see believers suffering, we must be careful not to be judgmental and criticized. We do not know how God is dealing with that individual. Let us now now take heed and listen. When Job's friend Eliphaz, Bildad, and Zophar heard about the trouble that had come upon him. They set out from their homes and met together in by agreement to go and sympathize with him and comfort him. When they saw him from a distance, they could not recognize him. They began to weep aloud, and they tore their robes and sprinkled dust on their head. They were astonished at what had happened to their friend Job. They couldn't believe it. So they sat down with him for seven days and seven nights. No one said a word to him because they saw how great his suffering was. After the seven days and seven nights, Job speaks. After this, Job opened his mouth and cursed the day of his birth. He said, May the day of my birth perish, and the night that said a boy is conceived. That day may it turn to darkness. May no light shine on it. Why did I not perish at birth? There the wicked can cease from troubling, and the weary can be at rest. What I feared has come upon me. What I dreaded has happened to me. I have no peace, no quietness. I have no rest, but only torment turmoil. These are the words of a person who is really suffering when you curse the day you were born. 
Sometimes we don't understand what is going on when we see a true believer suffering. But we must remember. Sometimes we we just don't understand and then we can when we do try to talk to them, we can actually become hostile. Have you ever counseled others and when you were faced with the same problem, they politely told you to take your own advice? Listen to his friends. Eliphaz told Job he had sinned. If one attempts a word with you, will you become weary? But when, but who can withhold himself from speaking? Surely you have instructed many, and you have strengthened weak hands. Your words have upheld him who was stumbling, and you have strengthened the feeble knees. But now it comes upon you, and you are weary. It touches you, and you are troubled. It's not your reverence, your confidence, and the integrity of your ways, your hope. Whoever perished without being innocent. When were the upright ever cut off? His friend Bill Dad told him he should repent. Our first thought when we see one of God's children that is suffering is that he or she must be being punished by God for something he or she has done. Listen. Then Bildad answered and said, How long will you speak these things, and the words of your mouth be like strong wind? Does God subvert judgment? If you would earnestly seek God and make your supplication to the Almighty, if you were pure and upright, surely now he would awake for you. Though your beginning was small, yet your latter end would increase abundantly. Bill that almost had it, except for the criticism. And then there are times when we, when you just don't know what to say, so you just follow the pattern of others. Listen, his friend Zophar answered and said, Should not the multitude of words be answered? And should a man full of talk be vindicated? Should your empty talk take men, make men hold their peace? And when you mock, should no one rebuke you? For you have said, My doctrine is pure, but all oh, that God would speak and open his lips against you, that he would show you secrets of wisdom, but they would double your prudence. Or people can really turn against you when they don't understand what is happening to you and you're supposed to be a believer. But believers suffer just like the non believer. Sometimes when God have his hands on you, you might have to do some suffering, but hold fast to the end, for he will vindicate you. Job answered his friend, you come and are confused. You see terror and are afraid. Did I ever say bring something to me or offer a bride for me from your wealth or deliver, or deliver me from the, your, from the empty hands? Or redeem me from the hands of oppressors. Teach me and I will hold my tongue. Cause me to understand where I have error. You are miserable comforters, all of you. With your, will your long-winded speeches ever end? What ails you that you keep on arguing? 
I also could speak like you if you were in my place. I could make fine speeches against you and shake my head at you, but my mouth would encourage you. Comfort from my lips would bring you relief. In Job the 13th chapter, the 15th verse, Job declared, Though he slay me, yet will I trust him, but I will maintain my own ways before him. In Job the 19th verse, this is a long chapter, 19th chapter. This is a long chapter, but we need to listen close to every word Job is saying. This chapter explains exactly how Job Exactly how Job was feeling. Let's listen carefully at at what Job is saying about himself. Then Job replied, How long will you torture me and crush me with words? Ten times now you have reproached me. Shamelessly you attack me. If it be if it is true that I have gone astray, my error remains my concern alone. If indeed you would exalt yourself above me and use my humiliation against me, then know that God has wronged me and draw his and, and and drawn his net around me. Though I cry violence, I get no response. Though I call for help, there is no justice. He who blocked my way so I cannot pass, he has he has shrouded my path in darkness. He has stripped me from off my honor and removed the crown from my head. He tears me down on every side till I am gone. He uproots my hope like trees. His anger burns against me. He has alienated my family from me. My acquaintances are completely estranged from me. My relatives have gone away. My closest friends have forgotten me. My guests and my female servants count me as foreigners. They look on me as a stranger. I summon my servants, but he does not answer, though I beg him with my own mouth. My breath is offensive to my wife. I am loathsome to my family. Even the little boys scorn me. When I appear, they ridicule me. All my intimate friends detest me. Those I love have turned against me. I am nothing but skin and bone. I have escaped only by the skin of my teeth. Oh, that my words were recorded, that they were written on a scroll or engraved on a rock. After Joe, Even after Job had recognized all that has happened to him, he still could declare, I know that my Redeemer lives, and that in the end he will stand on the earth. And after my skin has been destroyed, yet in my flesh I will see God. I myself will see him with my own eyes, I and not another. How my heart yearns, yearns within me. God speaks to Job. Then the Lord spoke to Job, Job out of a whirlwind. Will the one who contends with the Almighty correct him? Let him who accused God answer him. Then Job answered the Lord, I am unworthy. How can I reply to you? I put my hand over my mouth. I spake once, but I have no answer. Twice, but I will say no more. 
God tells Jones, embrace yourself like a man. I will question you and you will answer me. Would you discredit my justice? Would you condemn me to justify yourself? Do you have an arm like God? And can your voice thunder like his? Then adorn himself with glory and splendor and clothe himself with honor and majesty. Unleash the fear of your wrath and look at all who are proud and bring them low. Look at all who are proud and humble them. Crush the wicked where they stand. If you can do all that, then I myself will admit to you that your own right hand can save you. Then Job answered the Lord and said, I know you can do everything, and that no purpose of yours can be withheld from you. You ask, who is this who hides counsel without knowledge? Therefore I have uttered what I did not understand, things too wonderful for me, which I did not know. Listen, please, and let me speak. You said I will question you, and you shall answer me. I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear. I want you to listen to this statement very carefully. I have heard of you by the hearing of the ear. But now I see you. Some of us hear about God all our lives and never really see him. It is when we actually see him that we know him. And that can be sometimes painful, especially if we are old disobedient. Let's continue. Job went on to say, Therefore I abhor myself and repent in dust and ashes. And so it was, after the Lord had spoken these words to Job, that the Lord said to Eliphaz, My wrath is aroused against you and your friends. For you have not spoken of me what is right, as my servant Job has. Now therefore, take for yourself seven bulls and seven rams. Go to my servant Job and offer up for yourself a burnt offering, and my servant Job shall pray for you. For I will accept him, lest I deal with you according to your folly, because you have not spoken of me what is right, as my servant Job has. So Eliphaz, Bildad, and Zophar went and did as the Lord had commanded them, for the Lord had accepted Job. And the Lord restored Job's losses when he prayed for his friends. Listen to this. And the Lord restored Job's losses when he prayed for his friends. Indeed, the Lord gave Job twice as much as he had before. Let us take heed to this. God did not restore Job's losses until he prayed for his friends. The lesson here is even though sometimes our friends and family forsake us, we still need to pray for them. Then all his brothers and all his sisters and all those he had had been his acquaintance before came to him, ate food with him in his house. And they counseled him and comforted him for all the adversities that adversities that the Lord had brought upon him. Each one gave him a piece of silver, each a ring of gold. Don't you just love it when you get back on your feet how friends and family will all be of a sudden appear back in your life and give you all the things you long for 
when you were down and out and suffering. Now the Lord blessed the latter days of Job more than the beginning, for he had 14,000 sheep, 6,000 camels, 1,000 yoke of oxen, and 1,000 female donkeys. He also had seven sons and three daughters, and all the land were found no women so beautiful as the daughters of Job. And their father gave them an inheritance among their brothers. We see here that Job is back on top again. After this, this Job lived 140 years and saw his children and his grandchildren for generations. So Job died old and full of days. I want to close this Bible study with First Peter, the fifth chapter, the ninth through the eleventh verse. Resist him, meaning the devil. Stand firm in your faith because you know that the family of believers throughout the world is undergoing the same kind of suffering. And the God of all grace, who called you to his eternal glory in Christ, after you have suffered a little while, will himself restore you and make you strong, firm, and steadfast. To him be the power forever and ever. Amen. Join me at our next Bible study when we learn to worship such an awesome God. May the Lord bless and keep us. I'm including myself in this blessing this time. May the Lord make his face to shine up on us and be gracious to us. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon us and may the Lord give us peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.